Quick Tips for Retirement, powered by Financial Strategies Institute, your local retirement experts. All right, welcome everybody. Uh, glad to have you guys back for today's episode on Quick Tips for Retirement. Uh, Derek Bonney is who we have on as our guest today. Derek has been in the industry for 29 years as a financial professional. He's uh, got a couple designations here, a CLU or a Chartered Life Underwriter, as well as a CHFC, Chartered Financial Consultant. So Derek, we look forward to hearing from you today. We are going to be discussing Medicare. Uh, that is a pretty big topic in retirement, Derek. Is that right? Absolutely. Ma- major, major decision with, with uh, health care planning. Absolutely. Well, we're going to talk about eight questions that retirees have in regards to Medicare and when it comes to their own Medicare. And uh, I'm going to jump right in here. Uh, the first question we have is, what is the difference between health insurance before and after the age of 65? Great question, David. You know, most most of us have insurance with our carriers, with our companies, uh, employers before 65. And when we retire, we transition to uh, Medicare, which is a government program, wonderful program. And it's uh, it's basically health care for people over, over 65. Now, a couple of things to keep in mind. You don't necessarily need to get on Medicare at 65. If you're still working, which many clients, many people do, uh, you don't need to get on Medicare. You can continue to stay on your uh, employer's plan if it's a better plan. But we just right. suggest that you audit it and make sure that the premiums and the coverage is comparable uh, to the Medi- Medicare program. Yeah. If, if Medicare is better, then you make a switch. If your employer group health plan is better, then you, then we encourage you to stay on it. A lot of people get confused with that because they get a ton of mail, typically when they about three months <laughs> prior to their birth month, right, Absolutely. at 65. So, yeah. so what you're saying is they don't need to yeah. get on Medicare if they still have coverage with their employer. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no need to make the change. Uh, and all you need is when you do get on it later is there's just a couple of extra forms that you'll need to fill out uh, to just prove that you had credible coverage uh, so you don't, uh, you're not subject to some of the penalties that do come with uh, otherwise late enrollment. Now, on the flip side, though, Derek, we did deal with a client out of California at one point where they were on their employer, if I remember right, they were yeah. on their employer benefits That's right. for four years That's right. and called us and said, hey, That's maybe right. we should move to Medicare. How much right. were they paying? Tell us a little yeah. bit about that. Yeah, experience. yeah, that's a, that's a great that's a great example, David. You know, the couple came out of California. They had actually the Los Angeles healthcare uh, coverage, and they'd just been on it, and they just stayed on it when they came to Utah and retired. And they were paying seven hundred dollars a month for this, and wow. and we analyzed it, and that has saved uh, seven hundred dollars a month for a four year period of time. Uh, and it was is, is thousands of dollars they could have saved if they'd have been on Medicare when they first were eligible, but right. they just thought that they had group coverage, so they didn't need to do it with Medicare, and uh, there was no penalties because they had coverage, but, boy, they sure could have saved a lot sure. of money. absolutely. So really what you're saying is, uh, really what it comes down to is, don't just assume that your coverage is better than Medicare right. necessarily. You want to maybe have this looked at by a financial professional or an insurance professional. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, when you're when you're moving into retirement, most most retirees would be 
would be well served by meeting with uh, planning specialists that that can look at all these areas and give them recommendations. Uh, some changes may need to happen and and some may not, but at least review that and see, you know, what the best the best thing to do is because because you're not eligible until 65, so there's no reason even to look at it. Sure. But once you turn 65. That'd be a good time to just kind of spot check it. Okay. So, really, what are some things that uh, our listeners should know about uh, the Medicare program? Well, number one, it's a it's a, obviously a, a government program. Uh, Medicare uh, is really two parts: uh, Part A and B, at least the basic uh, foundational pieces uh, that cover hospital uh, and uh, doctors. Uh, the the thing to keep in mind, and this is just very general, but but your Part B only covers um, 80% of your expenses. No, right. So so the real challenge with, with Medicare, uh, just Medicare alone, with any supplement or advantage plans that, that we'll, you'll probably ask some questions on, uh, is, is just you've got tremendous exposure. Now, um, one of the things to know that, that it does cost, some people feel that Medicare is free and it's not, Part A typically is has already been paid for. You pay for that your whole life. There's not an additional charge. But Part B, when you enroll, Part D, uh, Part B does cover a monthly cost. Okay. Uh, and it's it's income based. So the higher your income is, the higher the premium is. But for most people, with you know, for instance, married finally jointly, uh, modified gross income. If it's 174,000 or below, then that monthly premium is 144 dollars and fifty cents a month per person, husband, wife, if you're a couple, or if you're single. Gotcha, okay. So the, what does it cover, though? I mean, uh, I mean, we know it costs, but what does it cover? If it only covers 80%, what, is it, what, other, what does it cover when you go and see a doctor? Well, basically it covers most, most, uh, it covers most everything. Uh, the, the one thing that it doesn't cover, well, there's actually quite a few things, caveats, that doesn't. But, but, but the big thing, I think, to keep in mind is it doesn't cover... Uh, long-term care. It doesn't cover uh, a, a continuing problem. It's really just health insurance, doctors, hospitals. Once you leave those facilities and you're out in, in rehabilitation or you're out in, in some kind of a long-term care situation, uh, Medicare does not cover. Now, we get a lot of people get that confused, though, because there is a little bit of coverage sure. with long-term care. Is that correct? Yep, there is. Yep. So, I mean, what do you tell people? people that uh, get confused about that rule where they think it does cover long-term care yeah. uh, versus not. How do you explain that to people? Well, I think you just have to define, you know, how many, you know, and, and the rules can get kind of complex uh, because there's deductibles uh, per, per events and, and there's certain days that you can stay in hospitals and certain days. And, and so there's a lot of detail with it. I think that the confusion would just be you know, to call yeah. and just say, here's, you know, here's what happened. I had a hip replaced or, you know, I had a stroke or, you know, how's Medicare going to take care of this? And you do have some initial coverage for those events with Medicare, but, but, but after a couple months, after a few months, it actually, it stops and you're exposed for the full expense. Okay. Gotcha. So when, how do people enroll? What is, what is the process to go and enroll for your Medicare benefits? Great question. There's a couple ways that you can do it. Uh, one is just go to the local social security office, wherever it's at, and, and tell them that you're, that you're uh, need to get on Medicare. If you're just turning 65, it's going to be a fairly simple process. And you can actually, at the same time, also uh, elect to receive your retirement benefits 
uh, or you can do them separately. But but the step is is to meet with your Social Security uh, office uh, and just have them step you through it. The other way is to get on the uh, the Medicare website. It's actually socialsecurity.gov. If you get on that website and you click on My Social Security, uh, it's going to take you into some Medicare enrollment. And you can actually enroll online uh, for Part B of Medicare at that, at that yeah. point. And then they're going to mail you a card. You'll get a Medicare number. Uh, and, and so that's, that's typically how you'll do it. Gotcha. Okay. So your initial enrollment period, what is that? Well, your initial enrollment period is the time that you're initially uh, uh, um, uh, eligible for Social Security. And it's a seven-month window that goes three months before your birthday, the birthday month, your birthday month, and then three months after your birthday month. At age 65. At age 65. Having your birthday month right there in the middle. Okay. So you go three months before you turn 65, and would suggest that you start looking at your options, start exploring your plans, start looking at, at some of the um, available plans in your area uh, long before you need it, but you have three months actually to apply for that, and three months afterwards to avoid the penalty. So you got a seven-month seven initial enrollment period. Gotcha. And that's the initial enrollment period. Okay. So um, the special enrollment period is that's for right. folks that have maybe had an employer that they didn't need to get onto Medicare, and so they're working past that age 65 where the initial enrollment period is it's able passed. to, or it's passed. Exactly. So now they have this special enrollment period. What is that time period and how does that work? Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 uh, yeah, the special enrollment period is exactly uh, how, how that works. Um, and, you know, it just, it just depends on, on kind of when you're, you know, when you're, uh, you know, if you miss certain dates. But the special enrollment is anytime you have a, a qualifying event, you can get on. You don't need to worry about hitting certain, certain windows. If you qualify under any kind of a special enrollment program. Okay. But if you miss your initial enrollment or your special enrollment period, there's only one other time of the year that you can enroll in Medicare, and that's, that's right. during the general enrollment that, that's period. Exactly, that's exactly right. And, that, and, that, and that's where you get most of your marketing materials because everyone's open. It's kind of like, uh, well, I know you're a hunter, David. So it's kind of like hunting season. Yeah. Everybody is open. For business during that 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 general uh, enrollment period, uh, and that's that's a that's a time where you can change your plans. So the, it, it's a program where the government just basically says we don't want people changing all the time, every single month throughout the year. We're gonna we're gonna have you keep your current plan until this 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 enrollment period, and then we're gonna and then you're during that period of time you can make plan changes, switch plan switch. You know, switch plans, adjust things. Uh, it's during that period of time. Okay, okay. Well, awesome. So here's here's something that uh, that you had mentioned earlier, which was that Medicare really only covers your your Part A, Part B, only covers about eighty percent of your healthcare costs. What what That's do you right. do with the other twenty percent? That's right. Is it it's the supplemental insurance, correct? That's exactly right. You you look at a supplemental plan. And there's really two, you know, two ways that you put two paths that you can follow. One is you can go a supplement plan A, B, C, D, G, F, and so forth, uh, and choose a supplement plan, which uh, you, there there's a lot of options, and you can just choose the one that best meets your needs, or you can go with an advantage plan. Well, obviously, most of the time, what what people call plan C, 
which is okay. an advantage plan, and it kind of is a comprehensive plan, including a drug plan. So if you go with your supplement, you'll need to choose a plan, and then you'll also need to use choose a drug plan to go with that. If you go with a advantage plan, most of the time the advantage plan includes a drug plan in it. Gotcha. But before you make any decision on which to go, you know which way to go, uh, you want to make sure you have a good feel for your health care needs. That's where uh, counseling and some advice can come in. What are your health? You know, what does your health look like? Yeah. Do you use? You know, what what networks are you currently using? Do you, you see specialists? What kind of medications are you on? These are the kind of decisions that can help help you make some good decisions on what plan to go to, whether you go a supplement or an advantage plan. Gotcha. So, okay, so what if some of our listeners are already using med- or on Medicare? Is there any real uh, special things that they need to understand about uh, more taking more uh, or taking additional advantages with the Medicare program? What would you say to those who are already on Medicare? Absolutely, which is a large majority of, of people. Uh, the only thing I would say is that you want to just review it. These plans change, particularly the Advantage plans. I mean, with Humana, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, uh, you've got United Healthcare. Uh, they're very competitive plans, and so they're always kind of uh, positioning and, and and trying to get market share. And so I would say on an annual basis, review your plan, make sure it's fitting your needs, make sure that the deductibles, the copays, the 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 the, the premiums that you're paying for these plans are still competitive. You just want to shop it. Awesome. All right. Well, it it comes down to, from what I'm hearing, that Medicare is a complex beast. (laughs) And you you want to make sure that you get somebody on your team or your side that has your best interest in mind uh, when trying to figure out what the best avenue is for you when it comes to claiming or um, turning on your Medicare plan. Is that kind of what you're... Exactly. Well said, David. That's exactly what you want to do. You want to get some guidance during this uh, you know, during this period, you kind of like a tour guide. You want to, you want someone that kind of knows knows the path to, to kind of help you navigate it. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's all for uh, for today. Uh, Derek, appreciate you jumping on. It's been a pleasure. Uh, hopefully, we can do it again in about a week, huh? Love it. Absolutely. <laughs> all nice, right, David. Well, thanks so much, and thanks for jumping on. We look forward to seeing you next time. Quick tips for retirement. Powered by Financial Strategies Institute, your local retirement experts.